to get with the programming. We are back to our first series analyzing the CrossFit Games. I'm Chase Ingram. I'm Captain America. And along with Bill Grundler. Wolverine. And this episode has a very special guest. The man himself, Josh Bridges, is joining us. Dude, Josh, thank you so much for being here, man. Yeah, thank you guys for having me on. I'm really excited, really, really pumped to... to uh to talk, talk with you guys and chat. So I appreciate you guys having me on. I, I gave you a little, I gave Chase a little, a uh, little shit <laughs> online about his, uh, his rogue invitational, but uh, <laughs> I, I was really just, I was messing with him and then he asked, invited me on. So I guess I'll just have to give him shit more. It, it was well, good. So it's okay. You guys probably can't see that, but I'll just go ahead and have a sip of my Starbucks coffee since, you know, I'm not one of the good <laughs> dudes. So it's cool. <laughs> You know, so we're all poking back and forth here. Yeah, like Josh is about know, to cancel. I know a guy. I'll get you a, di- I'll get you a discount. <laughs> oh, dude. I got to find out who that guy is. I heard he's got a really cool, like, mustache and little ghostie thing. I got to I gotta get introduced to that guy. Oh, man. Yeah, I, I'm so excited about this. Uh, you know, Josh, thank you for being here. Bill, I know you're traveling. We're, we were like, had this all set up, and, we, you know, we got these nice little new microphones and the way it goes, and then... The internet in my facility shuts off. Bill realizes that he can't go into a Starbucks anymore on his computer. And, you know, and Josh's <laughs> computer shut down. So I think we're all having this weird triad conversation on our cell phone. So we're doing the best we can with what we got. But what we have is looking back at the 2013 CrossFit Games. Um, Josh, before we start, man, you know, how have you been? What have you been up to? Uh, I've been good. I've been really good. You know, like the whole uh, COVID thing for me, it hasn't really changed a lot. Um, I don't, I train in my house anyways. And so uh, the only thing that's really stopped for me is the fact that my kids don't have school or sports right now, but they've actually restarted baseball, um, just practices. So that's been awesome. Uh, am I, am I, right now, like I'm just kind of in, I'm training for fun and I'm enjoying myself and I'm not like stressing. I'm not pushing. Uh, Int- or not intensity, but uh, volume. My volume is pretty low. I'm just kind of letting the body heal. I don't really know, like like everyone else, I don't really know what's going on. I don't know how the rest of next year is going to play out. And so I'm just giving myself a break and, uh, you know, allowing the body to heal because I'm still coming off you know, the knee and the, the elbow. Yeah. And I I did end up doing this charity event where I tried to push my my knee and see how far I could run up in Boulder with Tosh and the Big Fish. Oh, Foundation. yes. That was really cool. And, oh, yeah. Yeah. How was that? And so my knee, uh, it was awesome. I, you know, I only did, I only ended up going 12 hours. Oh, um, only. But, but, uh, I mean, the guy, the guy that won went 62. That you know what I mean? So crazy. I was, I was, oh my God. Yeah. Uh, and my knee blew up and I knew it would, I, you know, especially at elevation, especially on terrain, it was a little, a little micro terrain. And so it just, um, it was, there, there was really no ease on my, on the knee. And so I wanted to see how far I could push it. It was, it was a great event. It was all, you know, a very great cause. And so, uh, and I love Tosh and he's such a great dude. And so I de- told yeah. him I'd go out there and, and push it. And so that kind of set me back a little bit though, with the knee, um, definitely made me have to relax on it a little bit for about a couple of weeks and so but other than that yeah everything's going great yeah, and- oh man i'll tell you what one one of the real let me just hop in one of the things that i think is interesting about you is you were one of the you know one of our great athletes in, in crossfit especially like around these years here and personally i love the fact that like you made your birth to the masters you got your invite and you're like ah not for me <laughs> not for me 
Um, <laughs> have you made, have you mentally made the transition to like, okay, I'm kind of on the other side of the fence. Now I'm not talking masters wise necessarily, but like competitive athlete to now I'm just kind of seeing what's happening or like, I mean, I obviously, I mean, you're pushing your, you know, the good dudes coffee huge. And I see you pushing your, your, your personal program and stuff like that. Like, have you made the switch? Has the switch happened or not yet? Um, I, I'm a, I'm a guy, I'm a guy who likes to, you know, not have a plan. Yeah. I like to, uh, you know, I'm on that no plan plan. <laughs> so I, I'm not, I'm not closing any doors off. Um, you know, I, I think that if I get that itch and I want to want to go competitive again, you know, with, and cross it and then I will, um, I don't know what that looks like. If it's, uh, individual, if it's a team, if it's, you know, whatever. So, Right now, like I don't have a plan. Um, I'm just kind of trying to see. I'm taking everything in stride, trying to see how the body feels, how the body holds up, how I mentally feel. Um, right now, would my you do, sport. Um, yeah, would you do? Would you do team? I would probably do a team. Yeah, if if oh, if dude, I felt, can you imagine if, that? That'd be so bad. If I felt I could give something to the team, right? If I had something yeah. to yeah. offer to the team, right? Like, um. If I, you know, I wouldn't just do it just to do it. So, uh, but yeah, so like for me right now, like I, I'm definitely, I know that I'm in my back end of my career, mm -hmm. you know, to say the least, but, uh, you know, so I don't really know. I don't know exactly what, what my, what next entails for me. Yeah, exactly. Like I'm, you know, I'm, I'm really enjoying the coffee, uh, you know, the good dudes coffee going down that path, doing the business world and like, you know marketing and all that kind of like thinking of all the little things that we have to think about and yeah. uh you know the programming is really fun it's always fun to work with people um and yeah and just I, i'm i'm taking boxing lessons right now Ooh. so i don't know maybe i'll go box oh. <laughs> maybe we'll get, I, I saw dave did, did that a couple you know maybe a year ago or so so maybe me me and him i was gonna say what would it take <laughs> to get you and dave in the ring like you need to be more dangerous josh like you know i'll tell you what it won't be it wouldn't take a lot for me i will do it right now so. <laughs> oh hey, oh my god i love that you, you talked about so you great. talked about uh good dudes coffee right Give us a little, how, how did that get started? I know it's like you, Rich, and Dan, some good dudes. Like, how, how did that get started, and, and, and how has it uh, progressed since you guys uh, started that? Yeah, so for me, the uh, I always loved coffee. I, I, um, I actually, I got into roasting coffee on accident. Oh. Basically, I was in Iraq, and I ordered unroasted coffee beans, and I didn't realize it. <laughs> and I was like, well, what do I do? And so I ended up buying a roaster and sent the roaster over to Iraq. And I'm overseas in my uh, <laughs> in my trailer roasting coffee, and so that got me. I, th I thought he was gonna say he spread them out on the rocks or something like that, and <laughs> let the sun like beat down on them for like six hours or something. Yeah, you, you, you definitely could. You definitely could. It was. I remember there was one day where I saw a temperature at 140 over there. Oh my oh gosh! My God. But uh, yeah, so uh, that got me into coffee, and okay. then you know the brand, the Good Dudes brand, was just something that we were sitting in. Uh, Big Rich's barn. One day we were all out there working out. We were all brainstorming on stuff. Of you know, we were coming up with the good dudes training, and um, we're like, dude, we could take this a few different routes. And so I was like, something I've always wanted to do is coffee. So that that's really how it came to. That's awesome. And uh, it's been going great. You know, like just having fun with it, right? Like trying to make people laugh and and actually, but but also let them know that this is really good coffee. It's not just 
Mm-hmm. We're not just trying to sell coffee to sell coffee. Like right. I actually am very passionate about coffee. It's, they're all single origin coffees. They're all delicious. I would drink every one of them. And so, uh, yeah, it's been really cool. It's been a great, uh, really fun experience. That's awesome. Well, dude, I got, I got one of my, one of my members is like a monstrous fan of yours and he's got, he's got your t-shirt with all that. Okay. And I think honestly, when you guys did a good dude's coffee, one of your first contests that you guys did, I think mm-hmm. he won the bag and had like, he posted something up on your Instagram and I think Rich responded back to him. And I'm like, dang, oh, Nick, you got the champ, you got the champ talking to you and <laughs> you're all in on these guys. And he's like, I love this coffee. And he's like, that's the greatest coffee ever. It's the greatest thing. Uh, I'm like, they probably could have shit in those bags and you would have drank it. That <laughs> it was the greatest coffee ever, you know? But like he knew, I hear nothing but good things, man. Nothing but good things. So I, I think, it's, I think it's cool. I think it's super cool that you could be such a badass and then, go into being like the coffee guy. I just think that that's such a cool transition, such a weird right. twist, you know? Awesome. That's really cool. That's, uh, yeah, that is cool. That's uh, cool to hear. Yeah, man. <laughs> yeah. So that's, that's awesome. It's, it's, it's cool to see. It's really cool to see a lot of, um, you know, you guys as in like, you know, athletes and just, you know, I've been a fan of yours since you started and I think I'm older than you, but, um, just to see where you guys take certain 30, things. I'm 37. Oh, you're 37. Okay. No, I'll be 38 in November. Dude, you guys are just babies. Yeah. You guys are just young pups. Yeah. And Bill's like, thanks for putting off the Masters right. thing. I was like, I'll take that Masters bid right now. <laughs> I'll put on a fake mustache and a little goatee, and I'll walk right. out there and be Josh Bridges for a weekend. You got you got they, they won't know. They won't know. No, they're like, this guy has really fallen off the map. I'm like, yeah, sir. This, yeah. <laughs> So. Got a little taller, which is weird, but we'll take it. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, hey, let's 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 get into this. All right. So, 2013. You know, me and Bill were talking off chat, and the the things we enjoy the most is you you get to look back and you kind of forget um, the the programming that it was. All the memories come back on how the weekend unfolded and and um, certain events and moments. And you know, Josh, you certainly had a lot of your moments this year in 2013. Um, but the fun one is, is at the end of, so we're doing this series, we're going to go all the way through 2019. At the end, we're going to do a kind of a 20 event round robin knockout of our favorite CrossFit Games events. Um, and now oh, I like that. after I look back on this, man, I see like five that I could put in the middle of that. So um, I think it was really cool. The thing I remember the most was the lead up to this event because things were getting set up, you know, the, the, the structure in the tennis stadium that they were going to use yeah. Friday night. And this was, I think, <clears throat> Tuesday, the day before mm-hmm. the games even started. We're like, we didn't know what was getting built. It was this massive rig, but it was too close for pull-up bars. And they started hanging ropes. I'm like, oh, they're doing rope climbs. But, like, the ropes were five feet off the ground. Like, well, they're not going to do rope climbs. They're yeah. going to do, like... Tarzan swings across and it was the unknown. And then you went to the soccer stadium. They were rolling out these long, like fire hose, white lanes. And it was, <laughs> it was really, really cool. And all the unknown kind of going in, I thought it was a really exciting start to the weekend before it even started. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. I remember, I remember getting into the stadium and seeing that structure and we were sitting there. I remember, I can't remember who I was sitting next to talking to. And, and, um, we were all talking. Oh, you think it's going to be rings like that gladiator where you're swinging oh, from ring yeah, to ring? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. And uh, we hadn't seen the ropes or whatever. And I actually remember 
thinking, I was like, he could have rope climbs, but he wants to show people who's in the lead. And I yes. remember having that thought. I don't know if I actually said it out loud. And, you know, obviously it ended up being the, the rope climb workout, <laughs> but yeah, it was, uh, it was a really, it was really, yeah, exactly. It was definitely a very cool like thing to be like, what is this? Like, mm-hmm. this is this. I mean, it was all 15 foot, all, you know, three by three steel. And there was holes everywhere. You know, it, it was like a maze. It was, it was really cool. Yeah, it was wild. Well, and it, and it was a trip because the year before that they had, they had the, um, uh, the monkey bar that went across. So yeah, yeah, that was 12. Yeah, yeah, the killer kid. Two years, two years before oh, that. Yeah, so, like, we, we, like, I was thinking that big, it's like, okay, so we've seen them kind of lay all this stuff out like that, but this is way higher. Got the ropes hanging all over the place. And it was like, I, I mean, I was thinking, that's what I was thinking. I was thinking like American Gladiator, uh, some weird Ninja Warrior thing. Um, but, dude, that was, yeah, and we'll get to that event, but that was so good. Yeah, it's cool. That was a good one. So the games, uh, so they started off on Wednesday. So let's get into event number one. This is the first time they moved to the pool. Um, I yeah. actually got to test this event beforehand. So it was kind of neat um, being a part of that test. And I was like, oh, I can fake compete against athletes in one event, an event that I should be good at because I <laughs> swim in college. So it really is a good yeah. booster of the old and ego you there. Got, yeah, you probably dominate exactly (laughs) but uh so they so they moved to the pool and what it was it was really cool it was so it was a 25 yard swim so you started on one end of the pool dove in got out and then there was a rig where you guys would do three bar muscle-ups and then dive back and they would do 10 rounds of that so it was effectively 500 total yards of swimming 30 bar muscle-ups but the wrinkle was and for i think this was a wrinkle slash safe call was they had to do them in singles. So, you know, Josh, yeah. when did they tell yeah. you that it was singles? Was it the morning of or when, that event description? I think it was, I, I believe it was the morning of, or maybe it was at the, when they announced the event. I can't remember. Um, but yeah, like that for me, I was like, that's ridiculous. Come on. Like singles, <laughs> you're slowing down, you're slowing down a bar muscle up, mm-hmm. you know, like, come on. And, uh, in the end, it didn't really matter. People were still going to do them the same. It was just a high jump. I remember yeah. it being a really high jump um, because they have to have it up higher, right, for taller athletes mm-hmm. and so so that they don't hit their feet. And so a guy who's five five, right, that jump is not. That's not a. I'm doing. A, I'm doing a max effort jump every time I'm going to do far muscle. <laughs> but so but yeah, that, they, they didn't even take that. They had they they didn't even take that into consideration. They they had to do thirty. Well, like someone like Josh you had to do thirty massive jump box jumps also yeah. included in that just to get up to the bar and they did they but they did allow you to have they had um they had those ballistic blocks oh, okay. next yeah. to them and i won't i remember i can't remember what the rule was or how exactly it had to be set up but yeah you could actually you could step up mm-hmm. and grab which i think gosh it is i can't really remember exactly how i did those muscle ups but yeah i remember i remember the sun being directly overhead though and like looking oh. up at that bar being like oh because there was a couple times where I, t- I think the first couple rounds I took my goggles off uh-huh. and I put them on my head, but then I had to actually leave them down because I had like uh, sun right um, in your face. So yeah, I had the sun on my face, and so the goggles actually helped. Huh. So yeah, well, that was well, such a such a fun workout. Well, hey, and so what was what did the? Uh, I, I think the reason they went to that switch, the, the singles, was because they were worried about people slipping off the bar. Like how. How I, a lot of rigs will have different kind of textures on on the on the bar, and usually it's like you know, I mean, 
uh, you know, you chalk up and I can get an extra 10 pull-ups or an extra five bar muscle-ups. All of a sudden here you're, you're soaked. Was that a difference? Did you feel the, did you feel that, that slip? I don't, yeah, no, I don't remember the bar being slippery at all. Actually, I don't think that, I think it would have been fine if they, yeah, they they might have rock tape tape on them or something like that. They might have, you might be right. I'd have to look back at the pictures or something. Yeah. um, I don't remember the bars being slick. I remember it being like, ah, that probably wasn't necessary. Was it a good call? Sure. Um, you know, yeah. the floor, the floor was, they had some, they had like a matting down on the floor yeah. too. That was supposed yeah. to be like not slippery. Uh, I remember being like a little slippery still, but yeah. I mean, it was such a fun event, such a cool event to have the pool and then get out and do mm-hmm. something on a bar. It wasn't like, it wasn't like push ups or air squats or something, you know, you actually had to like jump on a rig and do something. Yeah. So I, I just remember I thought- how, how cool that was. I lo- I loved how like it, like I had swimming background too, so I loved what the event was. I thought it was awesome. I love bar muscles. I think they're super cool. What I thought was the funniest thing. Uh, so this is one of my favorite events. I love the event itself, but one of the funniest things was if you put it in slow motion, all you dudes, all you badass, especially like when they have like those black and white color pictures that were floating around, where like you know every 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 CrossFit athlete's on steroids because they all look all cut oh, up. Oh god, these, like, that black was a good pictures. picture. <laughs> all these guys, oh yeah, know, like yeah. they're it's like they're walking in slow motion, you know, dun dun. Then they got this cool theme music, three, two, one, go, and they all jump in the water, and it looked <clears> like <throat> it looked like summer camp swim lessons. Oh, it was for like bad. little kids, because all of a sudden these badasses all turned into a bunch of I don't know what the hell I'm doing. It's like Belly heavyweights. Flop. <laughs> oh my <laughs> god, dude! It was hysterical. <laughs> hysterical. Oh, Seeing the was... difference of the badass athletes that aren't really good at this part, and I that was one of um, I thought anyway. That was the year, like that was the year. Rich was not a good swimmer. And then oh, next year he he came back and he finally Passiver. was like, okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna spend Rich my whole. Spend the rest of the <laughs> I know it's terrible. <laughs> it was so bad. I remember. So bad. Like, see, I remember after the event, I came up to him and I was like, hey man, you're right. He looked not happy. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, he wasn't happy, right? Like, yeah, you get like a thirtieth place finish, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. I remember, was... I remember watching. I was I was in the final event, uh, the final heat, and. I remember watching the heats prior to being like, is this for real right now? Like, are these guys literally posting up on the, I remember Asia Bartos, like, you know, like in a jacuzzi, like yeah. up against the wall. I was like, this is not really happening. And then you got Jordan Troy on oh, who comes yeah. out and just dominates. He's like, he's like taking his time looking down to make sure he's like letting other people catch up. It's like recovering so, during yeah, the that swim. Was, yeah. Uh, but yeah, that, that was a really cool was, place. Uh, event to start with it was yeah i loved it all right so josh like you said jordan troyan takes event number one at a time of 1006 you actually got third 1059 just behind ben smith yeah sure did sure, sure did. that's right gosh dang it. i hugged uh i hugged ben's toes the whole time i just remember being like <laughs> so I, I didn't realize ben was that good of a swimmer and i just <laughs> yeah. remember being like right on ben's feet like on every lap i was like right on his feet and i was mm-hmm. swimming and I'm like, don't, don't let him get pat. Don't let him like get another body length away. From you. So he was just one body length away, and I held on. And actually, Chan Chan came out like a bat out of hell. He was fourth, and he jumped in the water on the last lap on the last 25. 
he jumped in the water before me and he got to the wall before me. And I, all I did was I jumped out of that pool so fast and got to the mat right before. It's probably like a one, it's probably like a one second difference. Wow. Actually, yeah, it's exactly one second because you were 1059.9 and he was 1101. Yeah, it was one second exactly. Yeah, yeah that, he, uh, yeah, he, it was like, I couldn't believe that I got out, got out of the pool and like beat him to the wow. mat. It was crazy. That's awesome. So <laughs> a good yeah. photo finish there between Josh and Matt on the women's side, Michelle Latondra wins. Um, I think that's her first win at the CrossFit games. This might be her first time at the CrossFit games. She did it with no goggles on. Yeah. I remember watching that. Yeah, yeah that's right. I Is remember it? leverage didn't do goggles. Le- leverage didn't wear goggles. Probably either. not. He doesn't wear a lot my, of my- anything. No, <laughs> my my goggles my goggles broke. Oh, right no. before right before it started, and I had to borrow someone else's as we were walking out <laughs> to, the, to the pool. I like I, I yelled over to um, I can't remember the guy's name. He was a he was a ranger from up in the northeast, uh, uh, army ranger guy, big guy, huge. Uh, and I was like, hey, let me borrow your goggles. <laughs> he threw them over to me. I used his goggles. <laughs> Uh, so good. Oh, well, so good. Josh, we in it. So this is all Wednesday. So Wednesday morning, yep. we hit the pool. Wednesday afternoon, we uh, we know where we're going. We probably go to your least uh, favorite event of the weekend. <laughs> no, that might not be your least favorite. You have a couple, um, but the is first, the, the first the first yeah, of yeah. three maybe is the uh, half yeah. marathon <laughs> row. And when they announced that, I yeah. go, how far is that? And they're like, well, just 21,000 meters to go. And that sounds like a crappy race. Like, oh, but wait, we can make it crappier because the first yeah. part of this event will be a 2K row for time. And I was like, wow, that really does suck. And then apparently Jason <laughs> Khalifa was like, that sounds good to me. And then he goes out, yeah, and, exactly. he goes out and, and wins both of them. And so it was a half marathon row as <clears throat> one event. The second scored event was a 2K, the first 2K of that. And when they were, when you guys were told that, I'm sure there was some grumblings <laughs> as to that. What the that's what the I event think, was going to be. But when they told you about the 2K part, what was the next <laughs> flood of emotions after that? That was yeah, that was pretty disheartening for me. <laughs> I, was like, oh, okay. <laughs> I was like, I just remember sitting at a table and like. Dave started with, who here's done a marathon? Who here's run a marathon? I'm like, finally, we're gonna run yes. long distance. <laughs> and he's like, and then he like, ha- and like he like strolls out with a rower, and he's like, who here's done it on a rower? Oh, and we're all great. like, huh? <laughs> what? So, um, I was like, oh yeah, I was pretty <laughs> bummed. I was like, it's gonna suck. It's gonna be terrible. And you know what I thought was, I'm like, you're taking the endurance event, mm-hmm. and you're taking the weight like how b- yes. the big guys typically aren't going to do well at an endurance event and you're, and now you're making it an advantage. Yep. And so I was like, this is ridiculous. <laughs> you know, <laughs> uh, this is like, am I like the endurance event? My event. I love the endurance event. And so, yeah, it was, uh, that was, that was tough to swallow. But, um, and then the 2K off the bat, I'm like, why don't you just give Jason Khalifa the green <laughs> for crying out loud, you know? <laughs> Green jacket, gold jacket. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah. Jacket, yeah, dude, that's uh, awesome. Oh man, yeah. oh, oh my wow. gosh, it's so good. So that was uh, that was that was fun. That was a good good. When he announced that, I was like, oh great. 
So as you said, Jason. And, well, no, the other way they, well, then the other way they did that, they they wouldn't allow anybody in there with you guys. It was just you guys, no fans, yeah. no well, anybody. So they, there. they, people they, in there. No, well, no, no, no. They're the judges. They let no. They shut everyone out. Oh, did they? No, they had fans. I thought no. I did think they? the fans were in the vel- the velodrome. Yeah, uh, yeah. I think the fans were in there. I think they were in there. I thought that like they when they bust everyone over there, I was thinking it was no. They were in the stands. Because, uh, um, no, I re- yeah, I remember people being in there. I don't think we um, we called it though, Bill. I think they just did it. Well, yeah, I know I they didn't let us in there. I, I I think they couldn't figure out how to how they were going to do a. Maybe you're right. Maybe there wasn't people in there. I can't remember now. I mean, I was, that was there. Uh, I watched that, it. <laughs> the, the half marathon, actually, it was because it was so new, and like I don't think people were doing that kind of the time. Thing. It was worse no. than the marathon. It did I, look I like it, honestly, afterwards, like, seeing what you guys yeah, looked like then. He, my, I got up in the knot. Like <laughs> There was like a softball knot in my right glute. Oh, and I was my like, gosh. I don't, and, I, and I'm like, I didn't want to move because I thought I was going to just rip. I'm like, this is going to rip off, you know, like oh it's God. not good. So it was bad because you, exactly. You had to, you had to come out and pull a PR 2K and like right. these, these behemoths over here pulling like six minutes. And I was yes. like, okay, <laughs> I think I got like four. I remember you had, you had the name on your screen. You had five names and you were like, you were in the middle. So you had two guys that are ahead of you and two guys that were below you. And I just remember being like, the number next to my name was like 40th. And I'm like, that doesn't make any sense. <laughs> I was like, why am I, like, why am I in like 41st place? This is weird. Like, this, I'm like, I'm, I think I'm doing good. And uh, I was not doing good. I think I took 42nd on that 2K. Actually, but then yes, that's everyone exactly kinda, what you like, I, And then I slowly <laughs> crawled my way back to the to 16th place. And I literally just remember the whole time during the half marathon, just trying to get to the next guy in front of me. And then when I would, I would do five hard pulls to uh, make them yes. like, be like, to be like, Oh wow. You'll this break your spirit past. It. Like what? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's literally what I did to, to ship myself way all the way up to 16th. And the last person I wanted to pass, I think was Scott Panchik. I don't know if he took 15th or not, but I think he did, but he was, I, I tried to pass him. I got like right next to him and then he took off. And I was uh. like, nah, he's got it. I'm good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Okay, so Jason Galipa, you know, we said it was a kind of a, a fast pitch for Jason right down the middle, but he also rode a six twenty one on the two k, right, dude, and it was like crazy. It almost looked effortless, aside <laughs> from like the power per stroke, but it looked like he was taking yeah. like one stroke every three seconds. Yeah, it was insane. It was terrible. So he I won both. Chan. Yeah, he won both easily. Like it wasn't even a, it wasn't even a contest. I just remember him like getting off, being like, "I wish I was him. I wish I was him right now." <laughs> I know, like, <laughs> oh yeah, when he gets, I remember oh, that's Chan. Cool. Chan was right next to me because we were we were basically placed alphabetically or in alphabetical order. Okay, and Chan was, Chan was on the struggle bus hard <laughs> early. He was like, I remember he was like stopping and like taking drinks oh, and like putting no. the rower down and. um and I just remember every time he did that, every time he put his rowing, like his, uh, his handle down, yeah. I would do like, again, the same thing, the five hard strokes. <laughs> I, had a, I had a couple little things going on in my head when I was, when I, I had to like little, little, little battles to make it fun for me because when I, you know, got 42nd place in that first part, I was like, okay, Man. this isn't cool. Yeah. Yeah. 
That was right. But yeah, I think that I think it was like Rich. Rich came in second, I believe, yep. which was you know or was it on the first then, part? Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, then, on, and on then the uh, yeah, Neil. Neil Maddox. Yeah. Gosh, he closed hard because he was thirty first after the two k, and then he just slowly. See, but I think yeah, that I was his. I think that was his plan, though. I yeah, think that right. was because if if well, you're still looking wrote at this, it's like okay. Well, no, I mean not not. Well, okay. If you look at where right. Jason Kalipa was, yeah, totally. If you look at where Jason was, <laughs> to Josh was. I mean, there's only what twenty thirty five seconds mm-hmm. between what Jason got and what Josh got. So it's not like Josh had a a complete shitty row. Like he had a, he had a good row, but you had all these other massive dudes that could just rip shit off the ground like that. What did I, what did I get my 2k in? Uh, uh, 7.04. Wow. I don't think I've ever done that again. (laughs) See, like that's a, I mean, that's a great time, right? It's not a bad time, but you just, you know, in against the relative field of, you know, monsters that are out there. When you have a dude that's two, when you have a dude that's two twenty, <laughs> sit on a rowing machine, laying back, laying back, pulling like a oh, one twenty five. Yeah. <laughs> you know? You're like, okay, bro. Oh man. But I, but you know, but that's that's kind of the game is like you. I think Neil played that game that way. Yeah. Like he knew he wasn't going to blow himself out on the first part, not to do that, so that he could finish hard. And I mean, it did. It, play, it paid off for him. Yeah, but then same fact. same thing for oh. Josh. I mean, you, I, I'm not going to say you didn't pull hard. You pulled hard for you. But well, you were able to kind of mentally <laughs> will yourself into that 17th spot with all the little games you're playing with your head. Or 16th, sorry. 16th. My, my bad. Hey, my, bad. my bad. Hey, man. I need them all. <laughs> I'm just kidding. No. <laughs> yeah. um, here's, a, here's a fun little fact, though. After that event, Concept 2 did a uh, – they did some sort of conversion where they, they uh-huh. have a conversion where you take your weight and your boat just dis- like how the boat displacement okay. at your draft kind of like and a, they they actually said like they they could somehow change it to where like they put us in the water yeah and i would have actually won i would have won the marathon no way because of like because of yeah the what? The, the uh the way the boat would i know what you're talking about exactly. i know exactly what you're talking about yeah oh well hey yeah look it at was you. actually really cool Look at you. I tell so you, you won anyway. It. So you won anyway. There you go. All right. There so Josh wins, oh, yeah. uh, Josh wins the half marathon row. We'll just put that out there now as fact. <laughs> so, there it is. So, so there you go. On the, uh, on the women's side, it was kind of the same as the men. Sam wins the uh, 2K at 717. Actually, she ties with Kalina Ladaris and then wins the half marathon at 127. And that'll close out day one, which is a Wednesday. And then we get that Thursday break. Um, just a lot of monostructural on the on the first day. And then we get right. to the meat of the competition on Friday, and it kicks off with one of my favorite events ever at the CrossFit Games, and that is the Burden Run. And the Burden Run is a 2.1-mile yeah. yeah. run, a pig flip. We'll get to that. For 100 yards, 600-yard <laughs> log carry, and then this Iditarod slide uh, sled drag across the uh, across the field in the soccer stadium, which we're utilizing for the very first time at the CrossFit Games. And I thought the coolest part here was they used everything. They used the whole site to, to do this run. And, yeah. and I mean, Josh, I, how soon did they let you guys know the events? I can't remember. Was it the day before? The Burton was Run the... was announced. Yeah, the Burton Run might have been announced on Thursday. Okay. It was it wasn't long. It was a very 
and we we didn't get to play with the Iditarod, and we didn't get to play with the pig. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, like in the in the warm up area or anything like that. It was it was a pretty short notice workout. Yeah, so I want to say, I feel like it was Thursday that they announced that. I can't remember exactly, but yeah, that workout was so cool. Like, I didn't do that great. I think I took like 14th or 16th, somewhere around there, middle middle team, maybe 18th. Um, Let's see how good your memory is. But like, I think I got you. I got you 15th, I think. Okay. Hey, better than you uh, thought. So yeah, 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 somewhere around there. <laughs> I know it, was like, I knew, it wasn't like my best event, but I wasn't. <laughs> that the, the pig was the workout, and that um, thing. That thing was so like the two mile run was obsolete because I I want to say Garrett Fisher he got there so Garrett fast Fisher, yeah he got there so fast and then he like he basically got like one pick flip on me and I think I was third <laughs> yeah. to the to the field and uh, but I remember like walking up to that pig being like this isn't going to be terrible right it's, uh, it was five hundred pounds or so yeah just but under you're only really lifting half you're only lifting half of it mm-hmm. or something like that and so. But the edges were kind of sharp, too, yeah. on the on the lip. Uh-huh. Um, and I just remember it took every every part of my being to get that thing up. Oh and my over. gosh! It, like I've never, I've never felt four hundred pounds. Like like I have a five hundred pound tire. I flip right. it regularly, pretty pretty easily. That thing felt like it was glued to the ground. You know, <laughs> it was ridiculous. <laughs> I had to do this. Like <clears throat> I finally figured out, I had to like get it to my knee. And then I had to like drop my, my shoulder and like pop it up to my shoulder and then literally like walk it up. Like uh-huh. I couldn't just like tire flip it over. It was because it was so long too, it was uh-huh. six foot long, uh-huh. which made that, that, um, the angle of the pig as it got up, like for oh, me, yeah. when I stand up with it like that, it's just not off the ground very much where those taller right. guys who could just easily pop it up. The angle was a little better. Yeah. Um, not saying that it wasn't the fact that they're really strong. Cause you know, that obviously has something to do with no, it as well. No, no. And so, but, uh, <clears throat> but exactly. And then it was a hundred yards and it's six foot, it was 60 flips, you know? So it was crazy. It just took the whole, and you literally had your lane. The pig was literally the exact width. Oh Maybe yeah. It was crazy. There might've been like, th- there might've been like three inches on each side where you're like, <laughs> Someone might actually kill someone with this thing <laughs> if they don't flip it directly over. That that whole spectacle. What I, liked, what I liked about that though is it made like we've done we have done tire flips at like the old school like regional sectional type of stuff. I mean they they have that, and the, but the problem with that is you never know exactly if the tires are the exact same weight. This way, you know everyone's doing it you know, similar across the board, which I, which I thought was cool. Um, I mean, I think it's funny that people actually wanted to buy these things after, after, you know, they have it. I'm like, I don't want that in my gym. Are you kidding me? Like, it's, it's going to, that's going to, that's going to become the desk, you know, like, yeah, I don't want that. Right. But, um, but I love the way that they, I love the way that they were able to use that as to test that piece and make it equal across the board for everyone so everyone's doing the same weight everyone it's the same object there's not gonna be any you know differences in any in any density or weirdness like that or you know i thought that was no it was a great test up the run like i said was obsolete the the pig flip was completely most of the majority of the workout um once you finish that you know you pick that log up that log it wasn't that wasn't really a big deal uh i I don't remember how much that log weighed it couldn't have weighed more than like 80 90 pounds they said said it was 100 yeah 
Who knows? Yeah, it probably was. It's probably right. It it's like just, swim distances and up. weight ish. at the CrossFit Games are, are always an ish. ish. <laughs> right. It's Castro ish. Castro ish. Oh my gosh. Every. Yeah. Speaking of that, exactly. Like every swim has always been shortened to yeah. like the, 27, <laughs> to the 2017 one. And that was like, that's not 500 meters. That was way long. <laughs> um, but, uh, but anyways, we'll, we'll stick to 2013. Um, but yeah. And then, and then I just remember you had to run down below the stadium, mm-hmm. you know, get that nice diesel fuel smell <laughs> yeah, in your yeah. system oh, before man. you run out. All those trucks Before underneath. you run out. <laughs> yeah before you run out to the field and pull that sled um so yeah that was uh it was such a cool event i loved every aspect of it i mm-hmm. thought it was really cool uh talk about the sled a great task too like you know just yeah the sled was the sled you just had to you had to get the straps wrapped up and you had to get that sled close to you uh-huh. some yeah. people were were letting the straps way long and they weren't getting the getting it close to me and they were just getting buried yeah yeah and and it's on grass, right? Right. And so, well, didn't it just kind of rain that morning grass. a little bit too, right before you guys went? So it was yeah. pretty slick. Right. Yeah. Like, I, yeah, I didn't, I didn't have any issues with it really. I mean, it definitely was heavy. It mm-hmm. burnt, and the legs got burned up by that point. But um, exactly, like whenever you do sled work on grass, like man, there's always lanes are all change, vari- yeah. right? variables, yeah. all the, variables, yeah. variables, like you know. And so that's a, that's just a tough, a tough thing to test. And that was something that crossed, you know. Dave and those guys, they finally figured out like, Hey man, we got to put this on something like, like either AstroTurf, which they've yeah. done, you know, now recently making it turf, which is way better. Um, so yeah, it's, uh, you know, that's just learning, learning curve for sure. CrossFit in, in general. And that's going to happen. So, yeah. you know, it is what it is. So, uh, I don't think much, I don't think, I bet there weren't that many places changed on the sled. Mm-hmm. I think the pig really determined <laughs> where you were going to finish. Yeah. <laughs> In my in my mind, I thought at least I don't remember I don't remember like passing many people yeah. or anything like that, you know. So on the so, on was, the men's side, Jason Kalipa he wins his third event in a row, and so now he looks right. unstoppable. On the women's side, it's yeah. Kalina Ladaris, and if you guys don't remember that name, that is one of it's almost like a Sam Briggs light. Uh, she just had that Dude, crazy she work was capacity exactly that way. I think her biggest problem was that she was just a, not a, the best mover in the world. No, dude, that was, <laughs> that was, she so, was exactly what Sam Briggs was two years before <clears> that. <throat> like, it doesn't matter what you put in for Like she will smash her face into the wall a bazillion times. As long as she knows she's going to get through it. Mm-hmm. Um, work capacity, just like no pain tolerance at all. Like the <laughs> highest level of pain tolerance. You can take whatever, but moved so bad so bad like it, it hurt to watch it hurt to watch her move but like you were just constantly blown away that she could keep on going it was how does nuts. she do right. that it it's nuts. like watching a bumblebee fly they shouldn't physically be able to do it but somehow they do yeah. <laughs> totally. all right all right so yeah. we, we move from That's the great. badass we move from the burden run a nice long grueling test to the zigzag sprint which was oh that's right that was also nice. okay. super cool to see <laughs> And Jason Galipa, who's on this like three win terror, <clears throat> yeah. decides to solidify his place at the CrossFit Games by getting dead last. <laughs> <laughs> he pulled a he pulled a Dave Lipson from regional. Oh you know? yes, you're either first or you're last. You're either first or you're last. Oh man. Okay, so that oh, was really man. cool because they kind of did this round robin thing and. 
Um, you know, it's the first time we've really seen, I would say, kind of athleticism expressed for the first time in like a really pure way. And, you know, sprinting is, is one part of being athletic, but, you know, there's a lot of different ones. But we've never seen athletes like just really uncork it and just send just this, this, this event like this. So I thought it was really neat to see this and it was fun to see people get knocked out and, you know, that race you had on the men's side in that final event between Dan Bailey oh, and Marcus man. Hendren. And I tell you what, Marcus yeah. Hendren, yeah. they make so much about those two. I just went back and watched it and Asia Barto, who got third, it's not getting Dude, enough yeah. respect about the size of that man and the speed Dude, at right? which he had. Like he almost, he was a foot behind the other two guys. Yeah. Like Dude. exactly. Like Dan's, Dan's a division one track athlete. Hendren played football, right. right? I mean, both just fast. And then Asia was a baseball player. They're like, wait a minute. Baseball players aren't fast for, <laughs> right. for that amount of right, distance. Right, right. You know what I mean? Like, so. And they it, only it run straight. Impressive. Yeah. Asia, yeah. yeah a- Asia was, he, that guy, when he came out, he was like an anomaly of what he was doing. He was doing things sure. that tall, long guys should not be able to do. I mean, like the Olympic looking stuff he was doing, this yeah. sprint event, like there was no, there was no way he should have been in the top three in a sprint. Not like he that. Was just, he was just an athlete, man. He was just yeah. an athlete. Yeah, totally. I, I love that. Age is such a great guy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, he, like, I, he left his career. I, I think he probably had, I, he could have, he could have, I think he could have went longer. I think he I just, agree. Uh, yeah. You know, felt like he was ready to be, do move on to other things. Mm-hmm. So, like, such a great dude. Yeah, he is a good dude. Um, Texas boy. I thought this, Oh, so yeah. Yeah, he's awesome. Yeah. I thought this event was cool. What I thought was crazy was how many hamstrings blew out Ugh. that fast. There it were, there hamstrings. were, there was, uh, oh man. I remember the I'm one, trying. I remember one guy, it blew both of them. Both, both of them yeah. out. Uh, yeah. yeah. It is Michael Mogard. Oh, I think, yeah, he, I I think he grabbed yeah. both of his hamstrings crossing the finish line. <laughs> he dove, yeah. no, he dove. Yeah. He did a forward dive across the finish line. Yeah. Well, I mean, like you have to you have to think about what that event is. Like, it's a you went from just going long, slow, and that that arduous grind that you had. Actually, you had two of those because you had the row right after that or right before that, and then right. you go to a full send, throwing all caution to the wind, just getting after, letting your whole body just kind of pinwheel to wherever it needs to get to. And I mean, people blow hamstrings all the time on sprints, but like that was right. Yeah. Like, that was it was aggressive. And I, and I don't but, think people were like training that yet because we hadn't seen no, anything like no, that no. at the CrossFit. We hadn't yeah. seen a straight no. up sprint at the CrossFit Games where it was just, hey, you're gonna just run as fast as you can. So well, and I exactly. remember, remember everyone. Remember everyone's face like when they said that. They're like, yeah. Okay, so we're doing what? Like there was there what? looked right, to be a lot. Of, there was a lot of confusion <laughs> about that. Like, well, yeah, because there's a lot of not now. I mean, it's like, okay, who's faster? Okay, you got that. But you're gonna have there were issues with uh, false starting. Oh, there yeah. were issues yep. with slipping on the, you know, slipping on the field. Uh, I mean, there were a lot of, in fact, didn't they, did they, did they, did they rerun one of the ones? I think Ben Smith and Dan Bailey oh, were one yeah. of the ones. Didn't they I have to rerun one of those because of a, because of a false start or something? I don't remember what it was. I can't remember. I can't remember. I also remember, yeah, I think Ben, his time was displayed wrong or something like that. And um, yeah, that, that, yeah, that Just event was, kinks. it was a cool test. It was, yeah, it was a cool test, but exactly like it wasn't worked out perfectly, right? right? But I guess again, it's the same thing. It's a learning curve, right? So, and, and, and that's kind of they're the still fun they're topic. still new. 
Okay, and Josh, and you're a programming guy. Do you think it was valid to put in there, though? I mean, is it a valid? <clears throat> I think it should have been. I think something like that should be like a 50 point test. I don't think that that's a hundred okay. point test. Okay. But but it that is, is a fair. valid test. I definitely yeah. think. I definitely think. I think that you could have added something to it where it wasn't just a spring, right? But but it's a test. It yeah. is. It's, it's a. I, I can't. I, it's a hard. It's hard to say. It's hard to argue against it. Like how do? What do you say? No. Running really fast isn't isn't showing fitness. You know what oh, I mean? Yeah. So, I thought it was a great um, test. I just think, yeah, it is. It is a test. It's a great test. I just I think that uh, if you add an element to it, then it, it make it a little more cross fit. Mm-hmm. But whatever, like it is. But, it is. Yeah, but they're they're testing fitness at, at the CrossFit totally. Games, and, right? Right. So and and you have to be able to just because one test seems a little different, it would be the same thing as saying like, okay, well then the the lifting event. If you're just doing a pure lifting exactly. event, maybe that sure. could be only. 50 well, we also points, just did a half marathon element, row. You know, I mean, we've we've gone really exactly long, right. So, so I think it's 100. Right. So, Jack, if you're gonna if you're gonna test, yeah. No, you're good. I was just gonna say yeah. So exactly, like that's a great that that's a great part about CrossFit, right? Like you're allowed to have bad events, and you're gonna have bad events because of things like that at the CrossFit Games, and that's why there's 15 events. Exactly. Um, so is it a valid? A test? I agree. Yeah, I, I think it's a test. I think it's a test that probably it, it's a cool test too. They, you know, they threw a little zigzag in there. It wasn't just a straight sprint, right? Um, so yeah, it was. It was a. It was a. It was a. It was different, and I don't think a lot of people were ready for it. No. Um, and but it but it is what it is. Yeah, it's a, yeah. It's a good test. I, I can't disagree with that. And Chase, you yes. got to keep this soundbite for when we get to the 2019. No, I was going to say, Josh, let me ask you an easy question. Should you cut the field after a zigzag? No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. All right. So, uh, Marcus. That's a a whole topic in itself. That's a whole show in itself right there. That's an hour show right there. Yeah. So, um, Marcus Hendren wins on the men's side on a video review um, because I think the chip timer gave it to Dan. But Dan's foot was his chip foot crossed before Hendren's foot because Hendren's back leg was way behind him, but he was uh, uh, clearly ahead of Dan crossing the finish line. So that was kind of, I liked that they went and reviewed that. Um, on the women's side, Michelle Crawford won. Okay. And we moved to the tennis stadium for the first time Friday night. Now we're talking. Now lights, we're talking. Lights are on. <laughs> Josh is taking right, his baby. licks in like back-to-back events. <laughs> we Whew. had the row. We had the sprint. That was, that was a rough Friday. And here comes legless again. One legless. of my favorite games events. Not just the event itself, but like we said before on the lead up, the visual representation and the setup in the tennis stadium and the lights were on and they're singing the national anthem before they send the final heat and it was all this like just <laughs> crazy showmanship that was going on um, from the spectacle and to the test and legless came out and you know who also came out lots of people way too fast yeah yeah (laughs) uh, it was uh, that was such an awesome workout exactly and that's i remember being in the tennis game when they actually finally announced what the workout was uh, which i can't remember when it was it was probably around like before zigzag or, or right after the burden run or something like that. And they were like, Oh yeah, it's legless rope climbs. And I remember looking at Kyle Castlebar and I was like, that's really good for us, you know, because people just weren't doing legless rope climbs yet. Right. Yeah. Um, 
And so you, at that point, the lighter guy, it was going to be a huge advantage for. And so I remember people going out there with gloves on. I jumped up, I jumped up with gloves. Like, and then you get in the back with your, when, when you're, when you're, and you maybe start getting your head a little bit and you're like, why are these guys wearing gloves? Maybe I should wear gloves. <laughs> so I put gloves on and I remember just jumping up and like sliding down the road. <laughs> Not going to do nope. that. <clears throat> nope. And so, uh, but yeah, like the 27, uh, 27, four, mm-hmm. 21, three, uh, 15, two, nine, one. Oh yeah. man. Like you just couldn't go out exactly. Like the, the workout wasn't one in the first round. It was basically, and you, you just had to find your pace on your rope, like when to jump up to, to where you didn't fail the rope climb. Mm-hmm. Um, because obviously a 95 pound thruster, nobody's going to fail that. Uh, I think I did the whole workout on broken. Really? I with the thrusters? I wasn't in the final heat. No, you were, yeah, was it the, were you the heat before? I was the third heat. Yeah, I was, third I was the one before the final heat because of, because of my solid performances on the rope <laughs> machine and, and the zigzag. <laughs> and so, so I was not in the final heat because I had some really great performances before that. And so, uh, <clears throat> yeah, I just remember, um, and actually I, I want to say the top two, me and Gary helmet, uh, you guys were, were one, second two, apart. And we were, yeah, yeah, we were in the, we were in the first, uh, we were in that third heat, not the final heat. So, um, and then rich, I think took third, right? No, actually. So, uh, really slow. Listen to this. It was you. So you win legless, 607, yeah. Helmet gets 608, Leverich, Lucas Parker, Lacey Kovacs, and then Hendren. Lacey Kovacs, what a name. Right? There's a throwback. What a name. Uh, yeah. Hendren, Troyan, Rich. Everybody remembers that race because obviously it was the final heat, but it was like all three yeah. guys jumped up to the rope at the same time, and Jordan got down yep. first but he started celebrating before he got to the finish line and then Hendrick yes, dives yeah. across the finish line and, <laughs> yeah. oh man that That's that right. was a, that was a cool finish on the on that last heat but you you take it um your race between yeah. uh you and gary helmick on the women's side it was uh, it was just total chaos. devastation and chaos yeah exactly dev- <laughs> yeah i remember watching those girls jump up on those ropes and just like trying with all their might to get to the top. And oh, it was brutal. It, it, brutal. Looked, it looked very similar to when they pulled out the pegboards for the first time. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. You know, like, it's it like just, there were, the eyeballs were like, it's like, Oh man, what is yeah. this? I, I, I don't even have it. I, I can't, I can't do it. So, I just right. can't do it. And, that, and that's when Pacelli, that's when that's, that's where that yes. kip, that she, they, yeah. I don't know if she knew about it, or if it happened sure. like out of necessity, <clears throat> but I, like, bet, I, I bet she didn't, I bet she didn't attempt that. I bet it was just like, this is how I'm going to have to get up this right. Rope. It was, you know, unreal. like and it became natural. I better, yeah. I, I'd, I'd yeah. love to ask that. I'd, I'd love to ask her that question. A necessity turned in just turned into a strategy accidentally. Right. Exactly. What I remember, Which is I remember watching, grabbed by so many women. Oh, that's how you I mean, met so team. many athletes do that. Men and women I, do that. I do it. Yeah. I'll, like when I get tired, when I can't just pull right up I'll, to get back up on the rope faster, I'll do it. Yeah. It might not like be it's such a, faster, <laughs> but it's faster to not have to rest for a yes, minute. Yes. Uh, exactly. Absolutely. So, yeah. I'll put Shelly my move. way up a rope. 
Heck yeah. yeah exactly. <laughs> um, Heck yeah. What I remember there is Sam Briggs came out so hot. And she got to oh, the, yeah. I think it was the third rep of the legless. So she had done 27 thrusters, four, 21 thrusters, two. And she failed that. I don't think she got past that third climb after that. She got like oh. an inch from the top three times in a row. And then everyone just kind of blew past her. And so, Josh, you win. I'm, no big deal. No big deal. No big deal. Pacelli. I remember watching Chan do the same thing. I remember oh, yeah. Chan fell from the top. Of That's a Chan thought. classic, man. I'll tell you what. We, we, Dude, talked yeah. about the, we talked about the killer cage earlier on. And Matt Chan did the oh, same yeah. thing. He was out so far, and then that was yep. one of one of the most exciting finishes I've ever seen you be a part of. Was your yeah? He was he was literally that event. He yeah he was at the other end of the cage <laughs> yeah. when I started. I remember being, and then he and he dropped, and then he dropped halfway on the way back, oh. and I was like, I'm gonna cruise past this dude. <laughs> Yeah, I feel like this is becoming a a, a Matt Chan roast. Yeah, exactly. Here, <laughs> that was I remember thinking that like in like four, thirteen or fourteen, being like, me and Matt have always we've had a lot of these like <laughs> parts of uh, workouts where it was like <laughs> me and him right next to each other. Oh, <laughs> so gosh, that was that was and then again Friday nights at the tennis stadium, lights on, finishing like can't that. Can't beat it. You, you you really can't. You can try to replicate it. Dude, and you it, were but... always good in that, man. You're and you've always had good luck in that situation. Always. I think uh, yeah, I felt like they always did very classic CrossFit style workouts. Which yes, I agree with me, that. Typically, yeah. right? Like you know, and so that's what I you know I think that that where that came into play, and it just happened to be in the best atmosphere. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. like yeah. so. Hey, get out of here! I got like my my, my boys are like trying to sneak in. They're like little video, like they're uh, trying camera. They're I trying mean, to do photo bombs. They yeah. can come in with. Cool. They, they can come in. It's audio. So, all right. So, uh, Pacelli wins. Josh, you win. And then that closes out Friday night as we move into Saturday. So we're just getting to the weekend. Man, we're telling some good stories here. And mm-hmm. it is Naughty Nancy, and so we have this event. Oh, here we go! Yeah. We have this event that comes into the soccer stadium, and it's five rounds for time. So Nancy typically is a 400-meter run followed by 15 overhead squats. I think it's 95 and 65. Yeah. And this is a berm run, and the berm run's 600 meters long, but it also has a, what would you say, four or five stories of elevation, maybe six. I think it's four. I think it's it's like 40 feet. It's like 40. Yeah. So I would have four or five flights minimum. of stairs, if you were to kind of put that into perspective. And then 25 overhead squats. No big deal. At 140 and 95 pounds. And I, I yeah. look at this. I'm like, okay, so you're going to run slow and you're going to break up your overhead squats into three sets. And Josh Bridges is like, nah, bro. Nope. Nah, the, only, dude. the only time I'm Fast putting that bar down is when the judge says 25. <laughs> That's right. That's right, baby. I was literally like in the back. I remember trying to, I remember warming up for that workout with 140 pounds and I was like, this is not going to go well. <laughs> and it didn't, it didn't feel good. Like it felt heavy. And when I, when we stepped on that floor and we started running and I got back to that bar and I like picked it up and I got to like 10. And I remember being like, if you do like, you know, 15 and 10, you'll be good. Mm-hmm. Right. And, um, I got to 10 and I was like, this feels 
amazing. Like this feels so light. Like, <clears throat> I don't know what it was, but the barbell felt way lighter on the floor than it did in the warm up area. So it was, uh, I don't know why it was because it, exactly it was, it was in a soccer stadium. So it's not like that enclosed arena, right? but I felt really good. That was, I, I yeah, that was, that was incredible, man. I couldn't, it was really fun. It. I remember Lacey, Co- I remember, uh, Lacey Kovac, uh, that's how I, come out. I can't remember the exact name, but that guy, he came out flying <laughs> on that first round and yeah. he like, <clears throat> he cruised through the first run. And I remember just being like, just hold your pace, just find your pace and hold it. Mm-hmm. And he got back to that bar and I want to say he left, he left the first barbell maybe right before me, but then he was done <laughs> like smoked. He like, he like staggered out of his, cause oh. you had to go back out of your gate kind of, you know, you mm-hmm. go back down your, into your lane and come back around. And he's like, you know, almost like at a leisurely walk, you know, to get out of there. <laughs> and I was feeling really good at that point. And so I take, I finally passed him and then, yeah, I just got into my groove and I just kept looking back. And to be honest, the, the, the more shocking thing was Jason and Ritz that were right behind me. I'm yeah. like, how are these two behemoths? right behind me, you know, like on this, cause it, cause those, those runs were long, man. And I just, I, the, the run was huge. And then getting to that barbell and not putting it down, mm-hmm. um, such a, such a cool event, such a great test. The, the weight was, I think they put the right weight out there for the mm-hmm. right number. And, uh, and the runs were really fun. That was, you know, the first long actual like run event yeah. we did. So, well, and, and speaking um, to the berm yeah. as well as like, so to give people an idea that had never saw it, you would run, I would say, like two, uh, across the football field, basically. And then you'd get to these stairs yep. that were the stadium, and you'd run up the stadium stairs. And then once you got to the top, you would run uphill even more over kind of like this back walkway and then bring yourself back down. Yeah. But, like, what was, that, what was that climb like going from the stairs to that, to that uphill so the, part? Yeah. So you hit the stairs, and the stairs aren't too bad, right? You just hit the you, – you, you try to skip steps. You're not trying to, like, hit every step because if you did, you'd burn your legs out a little too much. <laughs> So you're skipping steps. And then when you hit the berm, that was actually when it got really hard. Mm-hmm. You're just like, okay, don't push this berm too hard. Just, you know, keep your feet moving, keep pumping your legs. And then once you got over that crest, it was like, okay, now you're downhill. Right. Yeah. So, but that thing, the, the actual, the path, the stairs was the worst part of that climb. Yeah. I, in my opinion. Um, but yeah, it was, that's, it was such a nasty run, but I loved I like running hills and things like that. So for me, I love that aspect of it. I love it that they didn't just keep it flat and on the ground. I love that they brought us up and over that. It was yeah. such a cool thing for, for them to do and you and, and utilize that part of the stadium. It was like such a great idea. I can only imagine Dave had that have obviously <laughs> had that had that uh had the uh, hand in that. Yeah, so well, I, yeah. think, I think the the in the way the way that it was and again, you know, we we talk about the programming of like the old school classic CrossFit, the named workouts, things like that. I love the fact that it was, that that was brought in. I mean, I even remember when they were doing the, uh, when they were doing the hints, they were throwing the hints out about mm-hmm. what it was going to be. And oh, everyone's yeah. trying to think about how it was going to be set up or what it was going to be exactly. And knew it was, knew it was going to be some sort of overhead, but wasn't really sure what it was going to look like. And when yeah. it came out, it was like, <clears throat> okay, everyone knew what Nancy was. Um, but then the way that they had this set up, it was like, oh yeah, ninety five, sixty five, and then it was like, oh, one forty, yeah, uh, okay, 
plus that's some the rest. That's a different deal now, you know. Which was yeah, great. Yeah, I mean, right. Put it right. put it to these athletes that can do that and, and make it you know make it the intent that it's supposed to be for these guys. I I thought it was programmed awesome. I thought I love yeah. that one. I agree. I think I thought Dave nailed it. I mean, I I'm sure, you know, Dave beefing it up. It it just made sense, right? It would yeah. be yeah. it would have it would have probably been a little boring if it was um sorry it probably it would have been a little boring if it would have been the normal nancy workout totally. uh, maybe not maybe not boring but not as impressive right exactly yeah. bumping bumping that weight up and the reps and the run adding the, the herbs <laughs> the hill so just nasty yeah. so you you win so you take not a nancy that's a good way to kick off saturday uh totally. by nearly a minute ahead of rich froning and jason kalipa <laughs> on the women's yeah, side I just, let's see Kalina again. Kalina or Kalina? Yeah, no, Kalina Ladeiros. She just, dude, she went ham on the run, man. She went crazy yeah, on the run. She, she got sixteen forty six on the run, which is crazy <clears throat> because her and Sam Briggs right next to each other. Yeah. Sam took second in that one, and there are two identical athletes. I mean, just getting after it. You know, I thought I, I thought that race. You know, those guys is awesome. One of my favorite memories of that: the women went first. And I remember, and this is actually, this was a big life-changing decision for me as a CrossFit athlete. Ooh. I'm watching the women do this, and I see Elizabeth Akinwale run past me in, a, in a lip, Olympic weightlifting shoes. <laughs> and I was just like, I was like, I will never wear Olympic weightlifting shoes ever again <laughs> due to the fact that I will never be, like, I will never have to, like, have to wear oh, yeah. pair of shoes. yeah. For an event, right? So she right. like she knew for her overhead squats, she had to wear Olympic weightlifting shoes, and like literally, that was where I decided I never wore them again after that. Mm-hmm. So crazy, Man. yeah, nuts, crazy. So that's naughty, Nancy. Gosh, man, that was that was brutal. And then they move into okay. a clean and jerk ladder. So the uh, we finally got a strength event coming out. So we've I mean, man, we have gone. Long. We've had a lot of monostructural. Um, we had that high skill gymnastics the night before, our sprint, that gruesome bru- uh, burden run, and now we have that just single clean and jerk ladder. Now, is it? I think I want to remember. Is like, were you guys allowed to pick where you wanted to start in terms of the? Yeah, yeah, one of four choices to start. Yeah, <clears throat> or three different places. Four? Yeah, I think it was three. three. Out of the four. I think it was. I think it was 255 and two ninety and two eighty five or two ninety five. And then what were the weight jumps? 10, oh, there might have been 315 pounds. then, too. Yeah, there was a 315. Okay. Yeah. Because w- only like three guys did it. It was right. um, I, Lucas Parker started so there. The taste of Lucas Parker's uh, crazy ass setup. It was, was when he wore, he wore a, did he wear a singlet? He oh, wore he a, had a singlet, singlet and then he, he did the like the herky jerky. The routine. He had yeah, the whole I, shout. The, the arms would go out. He'd slide one yeah. hand one way. Yeah, he oh, would do man. this whole thing. Oh, man, it was so great. It was awesome. He had that routine you, down. Lucas Parker at, at athlete briefings might might have been the worst person oh, ever in the world. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> that he forever dude, changed athlete was, briefings for everyone. <laughs> he, he was like... You'd be like, Lucas, just shut the hell up, man. Like, like, stop asking questions. It's like, does anybody have but, uh, any questions? No, and you he, see I, this I, hand slowly raise? Right. Like, you son of a bitch. Don't. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, He's a very technical here, guy, man. He's a technical he guy. He needs to technically get all of it square in his head so he can 
come up with a strategy, you know? Lucas was a good dude. I, I like Lucas. He was just, yeah, he was an oddball and he, uh, Oh man, you need, and he, and he was sure. himself and he was himself, you know, like he didn't, yep. and he didn't care. So, so funny, <laughs> but yeah. I think this was yeah. the moment where um, Clean and Jerk was when Rich was trying to finally make the pass on Jace Kalipa. So at this yeah. point, Kalipa had been leading by a substantial margin. But then, you know, right. the, um, the sprint comes in. The legless wasn't his, his best event. Um, so he, he had been bleeding points to Rich up in this point. Had a good bounce back in Naughty Nancy that morning of, but... That, I think that's when Rich was really starting to make the turn on the clean and jerk. But on the clean and jerk side, Asia Barto wins, so a little big boy at 355. Yeah. Um, he ties with Lucas Parker, so they both get uh, 355. Rich gets third at 345. On the women's side, it was coming up uh, Amanda Goodman. Amanda. Yeah. yeah. Wow. So she gets the tiebreaker. Yeah. Wasn't it deadlifts? Um, once you got the weight or couldn't get the weight, Josh, is that the tiebreaker? Yeah, once you couldn't lift. Yeah, once you couldn't lift the weight, you did max deadlift. Okay, so something like that. Amanda exactly. Goodman gets yep. two thirty-five and two deadlifts. Elizabeth Akiwale gets two thirty-five and one. Lindsay Valenzuela, uh, Valenzuela two thirty-five and one. Oh yeah. Oh man. <clears throat> so that was clean. I, and jerk. The, the coolest thing, I honestly, on just real fast, I, yeah. I think this was the event that USA weightlifting needed oh okay because this was the first time you had i mean other than i mean even if you were to look at the olympics if you went to the olympics and you watched olympic lifting like how many people do you think are going to be in the stands at the olympics Mm -hmm. and here we are in the soccer stadium and there were thousands of people watching a clean and jerk one at a time with like it was the biggest lifting stage i've ever seen Yeah, yeah yeah absolutely I think that that was the point where Olympic lifters could be like, you know, uh, we can now pull it out of our garage and be like, Hey, this, we can get a lot of people that'll back this stuff. I think, I think that, I think this was the event that helped weightlifting as, as a whole I'm, Olympic weightlifting. Yeah, I agree. I think, I think you're probably right. And I think that what was the most impressive is the amount of work that we had done prior to that. Oh, man. And the numbers, the numbers that these big boys were putting up still. Where you're totally. like, oh yeah, yeah, they're not impressive. They're not impressive for weightlifters, but what they've already done, been through this weekend, right. and still putting up right. three fifty five. Like, let's let's see any of you guys try and do that. You know, it was yeah, no, it was everybody looking, feet. everybody looking cool as hell in the sunglasses because they always put everyone staring right, right into the sun yeah. on every single. <laughs> well, yeah, you like exactly. It was out in the heat, out on the, the field. Oh, right, it was brutal. Yeah. Everyone's like trying to like put towels over their head yep. and wear the yeah. big hat. Yeah. Is that what one lift was, every 90 seconds and then they advance forward to the next platform. So it, it, again, visually yeah. it was so cool to watch. Yeah. Right. Okay. So we move. So that's event two for Saturday. We move into the final event for Saturday. We go back into the tennis stadium, which this weekend was home sweet home to Josh Bridges because we throw back <laughs> to the very first CrossFit event ever. Back in 2007, right. we call it the Hopper Workout prior to this. It's called 2007 now. And it is a 1,000-meter row buy-in, followed by five rounds of 25 pull-ups and seven push jerks at 135 and 85. And, yep. Josh, you just went out there and totally dismantled Smashed this entire it. thing. 
and it oh god yeah. that's it I mean, I mean obviously it's a it's a big it's a pull-up workout you know oh, the, the yeah. pull-ups are at, at, in 2007, 135 pounds is probably heavy. And in 2013, this was not a heavy load anymore. The 1K row is a warm up. <laughs> you know, yeah, you're like, yeah. everyone's good. Everyone knows that the the row at this point isn't where you're going to win this workout. And so I still came off. I think I came off the row or pretty, like, probably fifth or sixth, maybe seventh that in, in my heat. Um, but exactly. And then it's like, okay it's time to, it's time to hold on to these pull-up bars and, uh, and let's, let's see who can hang on to the pull-up bar. And so, and you're, I mean, that workout is a bicep forearm pump, like nobody's <laughs> business, man. Like if you want to get your, like, you're like, Hey, I got to get these, my arms looking good before I go out, you go do this workout because <laughs> you are, your arms are exploding at the end. So such a cool test though. I, I love the throwback to the original, yeah. you yeah. know, 2007 year, such a, such a great idea. Um, and yeah, again, Rich Froning, who's right behind me, right. Mr. You know, Mr. Fitness himself. I'm like, <laughs> how is this dude able to hold up to these pull-up bars? Like being, you know, 200 pounds or two, yeah. I'm not sure he probably weighed like 205 back then or something like that, you know? And so, uh, yeah, he got beefy. again, super impressive. Yeah, he, he did. He beefed up. And so, but such a fun workout, such a cool idea to go back to the original final workout. Um, yeah, I loved it. And and again, the, then they had the three. You didn't keep going back to the same pull-up bar. Yeah, I was just about to say that. Forward, you know, the A-frame. They had like what so yeah. five really cool, A-frame uh, rigs down the tennis stadium floor yeah. and a barbell, yeah. and like just again, that's when the spectacle of the CrossFit Games really started to to take the next step. I mean, it did once we moved to Carson because they could do more. But like, what Rogue started to yeah. develop and where Dave's brain went and what they made was. Again, it's just another piece of how fun it was to watch the games. I mean, can't yeah. imagine being at the games. Right. Yeah, exactly. You weren't staying in the same place. You weren't going back to the same barbell in the same bar. But yeah, it was it was a really cool event. You, like, you could actually see the race unfolding in front of you. So, great idea. Again, in the atmosphere, you can't beat it, you know. So, it's just, I don't care what anyone says about uh, Madison – under the lights in Carson, nothing yeah. beats it. The, you the know, Coliseum like, is different. I didn't and fun, but it's not the tennis stadium. The exactly, but it's not Carson. It's not under the lights. It's not outside. You don't have you don't you don't get to have a you don't have over. the sun like the the wicked ass <clears throat> sunsets, the light, yeah. everyone share like that open air feel when it's packed like that. Yeah, I mean that really is something special. And you're right, the Coliseum is amazing. Like when that yeah. thing gets pumping, like it's loud, it's loud. and it loud. looks cool with all the light shows and everything. But it's a different scene. That open air setup that they had well, at the stadium was. I felt like the the, the spectators were on top of you guys in the tennis stadium. Yeah, because they were like a little above you and yeah. not like. <clears throat> in the Coliseum, I feel like it's uh, almost like they're on the floor a little bit. It's a more um, of a bowl at the Coliseum. Well, yeah, yeah, exactly. It's, yeah. It's, it's, a, it's a little tighter, I felt like. It mm. wasn't quite as big. The Coliseum is a little bit bigger. Yeah. yeah. So, still, exactly. They both have their places. But for me, the tennis court, the tennis stadium, no, nothing beats it. It was unbelievable. All right, Josh. So, you, you win. You get 833. Second place was 910. And that was Lacey <laughs> Kovacs. No big deal. <laughs> Lacey Kovacs. Dan Tominski no got third. 
Okay, old Tominski. Yeah, old Tominski. Yeah. 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 And then on the women's side, 2007, it is Val <clears throat> Vobral, of course. Val. Yep. She would come out yeah. and just like sneaky win that event. <laughs> so Val. Oh, just smiling, smiling all quiet. Val Vobral, yeah. Natalie McLean, and then Camille LeBlanc Bazinet gets third. So Josh and Val take 2007 to close out Saturday, and we move into the final day of competition. And we start off with the sprint chipper. And they pull out two different movements that I was like, oh, you can do that. Uh, One's kind of a little bit of a throwback (laughs) movement. And that's the uh, sprint chipper is starting on the GHD. So you do 21 med ball sit-ups. Was it 20 and 14? And that's when they had those like red, white, and blue American med balls. Yeah. That was so sweet. Uh, that, 21. That's that, that why you loved it. it. Yeah, you loved it. You so loved it. A little splash of freedom in that 20-pound ball. And then you do that's 15 right. snatches at 165 and 109 burpees over the wall. How That ball, that was a pretty high wall. Was it six feet? Yeah, it was, uh, no, it was probably. I feel like it was a little higher. I bet, it was, I bet it was just over five. Because it's, uh, it's, that's actually where he got that from. That is a test that the military does. And, really? And they do it at uh they do it in the teams, and they I think it's 90 seconds of a max get up and overs. Oh. You have to do a burpee and get up and over it. Oh. And so that's where he got that from. And so, um, yeah, cool. <clears throat> I wish it would have been more of those. <laughs> um, I like the layout. I like the 21-15-9. It uh-huh. was just, it was so short and fast where I, th- I felt like we've already had, <clears throat> we'd already had a lot of power output, right? We had yes. the zigzag spread. Yeah. We had the cleaning jerk. We had the 2K row. Right. You got your power output. You know who the big boys are. You know who these guys are. And so mm. I wish that workout would have been more of like instead of like a two minute workout, like a four minute workout. I see. You know, like maybe almost doubled. Maybe it could have been 42, 30, 18 or something like that, you know, but other, but I feel like it just came down to who could handle the snatches. Exactly. And it, right. that was exactly what it was. Right. It was the, the snatch won the workout. You didn't see so, much shifting anywhere else. Yeah. So what if you would have what if you would have swapped the program if you went twenty one of the med ball uh, sit ups the JT sit ups and then you went fifteen oh. ball burpees nine snatch. <clears throat> yeah, exactly. That would have been because really every because everyone could have held everyone held onto the bar for nine. Yeah, they, I don't they know. Could. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I think it, if, that was, if that was you body knew, weight, baby. <laughs> well, no, I know that, but I mean, like, if you knew that that was going to be the finish. Yeah. No. Yeah, there would have been there would have been more to do that. And, and you would have been more fatigued. It, it, it would have it would have leveled that field a little bit of. I mean, like the, you know, the bigger guys they can get through that snatch, and then they're already to the wall ahead of everyone else, and then you don't have enough of the burpees to catch up. Right. You know, what I mean, like, the it's, rate, like that, yeah. that it's not it's not evened up enough. But I think if you flip flop that, um, you'd get your you'd get your effect. I I, I agree. One of the things I did I, I personally didn't like that it was. So fast. Not that you shouldn't have sub three minute events. I think that that's fine to, to have For that. Sure. But yeah. I, I think that like the way that this was set up, it, it, it forced you, you would get hung up on one, on the, on the snatch. And then yeah, like, you kind of might as well throw out everything else because it, the other stuff doesn't even matter anymore. Exactly. There was no race. Yeah. yeah. Right. There was, there was no race at the end. It was like, the guy who got the snatches the fastest went over to the, you, you weren't making ground up. There right. wasn't yeah. enough of those burpees to make ground up. Yeah. I think that's uh, one thing I, I noticed 
watching it. And and that's you're exactly right. It's because like it was almost whoever got to the wall first. Because like yeah. no one's gonna fall to pieces on nine burpees over a wall. Right. No. Right. Exactly. Especially Even not mentally, after that's what just they an did. easy number to get to. Yeah. 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 I'm with you. I I think um, something either a little bit longer or moving. Um, some pieces around that change the stimulus a little bit. One thing, I, you know, is we're, we're going to kind of get through this um, final day, but I felt like the final day was all very similar um, in terms of event to yeah. event to event. There wasn't a lot of... Um, right. It, similar in terms of kind of like the same style, almost like you, you got back in that 2008 rut of 45-minute um, events. Yeah. Still fun to watch. Yeah. Fun to watch, <clears throat> but... Yeah, that- Overall, I just, I, yeah, I felt like it was, it was a heavy power output across the games that year. Yeah. Um, and I know we're going to, well, I yeah, think we'll, we'll get, get to the that. overall, so we don't have to discuss it. Yeah. All right. So Rich, so this is kind of when <clears throat> Sunday Rich really kind of took hold. So Rich wins the uh, sprint. Yeah. Chipper. Old, old Tiger Woods red shirt. Right? Yeah, exactly. Old Tiger Woods red shirt. <laughs> or, or Rich throwing no shirt. We'll just, we'll call it that for the, uh, yeah, exactly, <laughs> for right. Sunday. Shirts off. Ah, oh, shit. All right. Yeah. It's Sunday and his shirt's off. We're yeah, in trouble. Here we go. Sam Briggs wins a uh, time of 235.3. So she takes first at the end there. And then we we kind of, well, we have a cut. You know, I, we, we haven't had a cut up until this point. Um, I think the field of men <clears throat> was about 43, and they cut it down to the top 30 going in. Mm-hmm. And what we have is what a lot of people say is their favorite CrossFit Games finales. And that's the Cinco's. And the Cinco's is part one. Gosh, man, I remember getting told this event before you guys heard it in the production truck. And I was like, are you effing kidding me? <laughs> and of course, yeah. my, my bias is clearly <clears throat> deadless. So they're like, five deadless. I was like, mm, not a fan. At 4.05, I'm like, what the F are you guys trying to do? <laughs> Because my yeah. our heaviest deadlift up until this point was 315, and obviously I shit the bed that year in 2013 at regionals, which is why I was <laughs> watching you compete and not competing next to you. Um, 405 and 265, and I was like, question, uh, major weight discrepancy. Uh, and then five <laughs> yeah. one, one-legged pistols with a 35 and 53-pound kettlebell. Um, on each leg, so they'll do one on five on the left, five on the right, and then an 80-foot handstand walk to finish. So three rounds, five and five, <clears throat> and then that 80-foot handstand walk break in between. I guess it was a minute after the time cap, which I believe was three minutes. No, I don't know. And then uh, Cinco 2. No, I, think the, I think the time cap was around five. That five might be yeah, so. you're right. It is five minutes. Yep, five minutes. And then Cinco 2 was three rounds for time, five ring muscle-ups, five deficit handstand push-ups, and then a 90-foot overhead walking lunge with an axle bar at 160 and 100, kind of picking up one of the movements they had at regionals um, from the front rack to the overhead position. If you hear that beeping, that's Bill's car. That's my car. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, in, I'm in Blythe, Arizona uh, right now, and yeah. it's, like, it's already like 80-something degrees or 85 or whatever, so... All right, so that's Cinco One, Cinco Two, and you know, you know, Josh, we're gonna have to talk. Here about we it. go. We're gonna have to talk about it. Here so we go. We're like, all right, we're gonna see this great final event. We got the big dogs in here, and then they say three, two, one, go, and then, well, Josh, yeah, I mean, 
you can talk about it if you'd like. Hey, to. listen, listen. I, I couldn't I couldn't deadlift four hundred five, right? I could I couldn't deadlift yeah. four hundred five. I only did it thirteen of the fifteen times. You're right. I couldn't deadlift it. Um, I didn't get to the handstand walk, so I was pretty upset. That was when the uh, the old belt uh, sunglass toss happened. Yeah, uh, yeah. Made so yeah, much that, good video out of that, man. I got I got hate I got hated on for that. Like, oh, he's a <laughs> baby kid. Uh, you know, he shows his sunglasses. I'm like, yeah, you're right. I'm a baby because I got upset because I couldn't do something uh, in a in a uh, world in competition an ad, in an Sorry. athletic competition. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I'm a baby, but um. <laughs> But yeah, it is what it is. You know, I, I get labeled the guy who can't deadlift 405, even though I did it 13 or 15 times. Right. This is my favorite part of this. My favorite part is the fact that like, and I'm not bitching or complaining. I just think it's funny <laughs> that if you can't like you, like, okay, I didn't finish the workout. That was really what happened. Right. I deadlifted the, I deadlifted 405. I did it 13 or the 15 times. Yes. Um, but I couldn't deadlift 405. You never hear people say, Jason Khalifa can't do ring muscle ups. He just can't do them because he didn't finish the muscle up biathlon. You don't right. say that. And so it's really funny to me that like I literally got labeled like I can't deadlift four or five. Obviously, I did it. I did it. You know, mm-hmm. with a short bar, which makes it more like oh four fifty. Oh my gosh! Yeah, there's you know, no like, bend, and you got to you got to pull. It's almost like doing a deficit. You're you're adding yeah. an inch at least. Well, yeah, and in four or five, you're gonna get even more of that that bend in the bar. Right. Yeah. Like, come exactly. on. It was crazy. Um, but anyway, I don't mind the, the, the workout, to be honest. Mm-hmm. I thought that, like, I got exposed. I should have been stronger. I should have been able to get that workout completed. Um, I was also coming off my knee, yes, knee injury that knee year, injury. though, in 2012. Um, that was when I dislocated my knee, and I tore, you know, ACL, PCL, and MCL, my meniscus. God. And I had it reconstructed uh, in May on May 11th of 2012. And so I was like literally like 15 out. out of that yeah. reconstruction. So I didn't have time to get my numbers to where they probably should have been. I definitely right. pushed it. Uh, and I paid, I've, you know, paid for it years down the road. Now I obviously just went through my third knee surgery. So it's like, <laughs> but, uh, but either way it was, it was, you know, it is what it is. And those, those workouts for me were like the biggest learning scenarios, right? Like mm-hmm. I'll never be exposed. I never wanted to be exposed again in a scenario like that. So I can't blame Dave. Dave, all Dave did was he put out a workout, he put out a test and, uh, I wasn't ready for it. So it was, I have no one else to blame, but me. So I, I, I honestly liked how it was. I thought it was interesting that that I wasn't the deadlifts for the deadlifts. And, and, And in all reality with the level of athletes that are out there on the floor, they should be, like I thought yeah. it was appropriate. I thought the weight was appropriate yeah. for what the rate, the doing. weight was fine. Yeah, the weight well, was fine. What I thought was interesting was the pistols, the weighted the pistols. Those were nasty. That Dude. was one. It was nasty, Dude. but then two, if you, you and I think we talked about old Matt Chan, like the way he did it. He he found a way because they weren't really sure. This is what's really interesting when oh, they when they throw yeah. a movement like in like this. You don't know all the loopholes of where everyone might go to to put the box of the limitation of what to do. So all they said was, you know, you, it couldn't touch your leg. Um, you had to stand up with it. They, they didn't say where your arms had to be. So when Matt did it, it was brilliant what he did. The, the kettlebell never moved. He hinged around the kettlebell. So we never had to lift the kettlebell up 
when he did the, the when he did the oh, pistol. Nice. If you watch the way he did it, like his arms would bend and he would move. Yeah. And the kettlebell stayed exactly in one spot as he was doing that. And I was like, nice. Holy shit, that's, that's brilliant, man. That's brilliant. <laughs> wow. Son of a bitch. But that was the first time he'd ever done it like that. It was crazy. Yeah. All right. So and, and I like how they did I like the mixture of the two workouts, right? You yes. got heavy, heavy gymnastics. Gymnastic, yeah. gymnastic, heavy. Yeah. I mean, yeah. it was a very well thought out finale. Yes. I did like it. Obviously, it didn't suit me. The first workout didn't suit me, but the second workout was fine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So Rich wins <clears throat> on the men's side. Uh, time of four oh five. It goes Rich, Ben, Scott, Pancheck for Cinco one for Cinco two <coughs> for the women. Ack and Wally destroyed everyone. This is the crazy thing about, uh, I always thought it was a fant- amazing about her is like, you know, she was a, she was a big athlete. She's a big, athletic, strong right. woman, but she yeah. was incredible at gymnastics. It's like right. her right. hands that was, that was the background. It was, she it was, was so the, crazy. Was like you look at her, you're like, oh, yeah. you're, you're strong. You're like, and you're fast and you've got good gymnastics. Okay. Right. So <laughs> who am I? <laughs> so you, you, you right. got it all is what you're telling me. So she you wins by over a minute, 332, Telena Fortunato, gymnast, 436. And just behind her, Danielle Jenny, 446. Then we move into Cinco 2 which was three rounds for time, five ring muscle-ups, and then five deficit. Josh, I can't remember, is it any way on the deficit, strict or kip? Did it matter? Uh, it was, uh, it, you could kip. You could, you could kip, kip at that okay. point. And that was off those ballistic I, no, blocks. No, actually, you know what? I can't remember. I think, yeah, actually, yeah, I think you could. I think you could kip. I don't think it was, I don't think it was mandated you had to do it strict. I think I'd, I'd have to go back and watch, mm-hmm. but um, I'm pretty sure you could do those handstand push-ups any way you wanted to. But a kipping wasn't, huge yet yeah it wasn't really like, people weren't like it 2012 was the first year i remember even actually seeing a kipping handstand push-up because they did it at in the when they did the d-ball oh. handstand push-up workout yeah that was when julie fouché i think started yeah kipping. when she failed out well that's right yeah uh jason um, had a rough time on that she was having a yeah. hard time on that yeah but then people started to people started to like uh carl paoli you know started coming oh, and being yeah. like hey you guys can actually you know kip your feet up and you know for these handstand push-ups and so um yeah i can't remember if uh if people were kipping very much uh, maybe i was kipping I, I have to go back and look at the video <laughs> I, to be honest. I think I there was now. kipping off the top of my head um so cinco two yeah. uh rich wins again 441 yep. josh you got second just yeah. uh, Damn right man how are those after after a nice after a nice sunglass and belt toss, I went down there and I was like, "Okay, let's party." <laughs> Little and angst. I, remember, <laughs> I came off. I came off the the, the muscle up handstand push up first, and I turned around and lo and behold, who's fucking standing right there behind me? Oh, Rich Ronnie, who was that? I was like, "You gotta be kidding!" It's like, will you, you just know? go like, away? Guy, like it was just ridiculous, man. So obviously, you know, just shows you just how freakishly talented and athletic and fit rich Browning was. So there's just nothing you could put out there that just to stop the guy. I mean, if you totally. look at, I'm kind of looking at his numbers after, let's see, starting day, starting Saturday, <laughs> he went second, third, fourth, first, 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 first. Yeah. yeah those were his yeah. last six events. That tiger, that tiger red, Golly. baby. <laughs> So Froning gets Cinco uh, yeah. two, so he goes back to back. Josh, you got second in that. 
And on the women's side, if it'll pull up, come on, internet. (laughs) That first one on Cinco One, that was when people were burning their hands. Oh, that's right. They had those black masks. um, Yeah, people were coming out being like, you got to wear gloves. You got to wear gloves. Uh, because they were like literally that. burning their hands doing the handstand walk. I think that was the last time they rolled matting out on the tennis stadium floor. Then they just started painting it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, well, sorry, ladies. I don't have Cinco 2 pulled up. Hmm. All right, hold on. I'm coming. Kind of, I got Teleno's first. Okay. Uh, and Cinco 2. Uh, Camille was second. Oh, probably the muscle. And, she crushed those. Totally. And then uh, Michelle Latondra. Got third. it. Yeah. Man. All right. So that yeah. is your final event. And then we look at the overall standing. So after, oh, four days of competition, Rich Froning will win his third consecutive CrossFit Games. He gets 962 points, three event wins. Jace Kalipa gets second place at 890. Three event wins himself. Ben Smith gets on the podium. He actually... Oh, I'll get to that in a second. He got 800 points, gets third place. Josh, you got three event wins over the weekend. You finished seventh overall. Yeah. Seventh. Yeah. yeah. And here's, I think, oh, this yeah, is the craziest I was, I was, part. I remember this was the year, so they, they still had those, like, tiny regions, and the Central East was always known as the toughest region um, in the world. And you, yeah. you know, you have Rich Froning, who won the CrossFit Games. You have Graham Holmberg, who uh, won the CrossFit Games. So they would... They had this discussion last time. I think Graham, um, Rich, Dan all got into the top three plus Scott Pancheck. And so the decision was made because he had two champions. I think Graham had gotten fourth. But then they, when they bumped it down to him, oh, he had already right. won. Yeah. So they made this, I would say, controversial decision. They went all the way down to fifth and picked up Marcus Hendren. Yeah. Marcus Hendren. Yeah. And so that was when they, yeah, they, they said if you, yeah, exactly. If you'd won the games, that was the only time they, yeah. If you'd won the games, they took more people. Yeah. Yeah. And everyone was kind of complaining. He's like, Oh, they got five people. And then you looked at the, the final standings. Yeah. And five were in the top 14. Those five guys. (laughs) Right. Like rich wins. Scott Panchik gets fourth. Marcus Hendren gets sixth. Dan Bailey gets eighth. And Graham Homer gets 14th. Like okay, so maybe that's it was right. okay. That's when yeah. like I think after that year is when everybody maybe started they were leaving. Smart. I think that's when Dan Bailey moved <laughs> yeah, in. It's like right. f this region. I'm never coming back to this. Yeah. region. Again. All right, so Rich that's right. Wins. Dan came to that's when Dan came down. Oh, yeah, he came yep. down the old San Diego. You're like yeah. get out of here. <laughs> yeah. Uh, on the yeah. women's side, Sam Briggs dominates by over a hundred points. Lindsay Valenzuela gets second. Val Vobrel gets third, which was really third. cool to see her kind of come back and just casually go through. Sam Briggs wins three events. Right. Val gets uh, an event win herself. Um, now, the point system they use, and we, we touch on this at the end, um, the point system was still that 100, 95, 90, 85, 80, 75, and they dropped, I think they dropped just by twos after that. There wasn't a second tier of dropping. So getting top five finishes and especially wins was huge. Um, but what we want to look at is like, we want to make sure is that the programming was one thing. Hopefully the scoring system wasn't another. 
Uh, Rich average finishing place was 6.9. So we tend to look at that as as a baseline as like, if you just took your average finishing place, that would be a non controversial way to look at the winner. Jason Galipa was 9.8. And then here's where uh, that tie came in. I was about to say is Ben Smith and Scott Panchek tied at 12.167. But Ben won by 32 points based off the point system. Yeah. Okay. Which I'm not sure if Scott wants to know that, but even crazier is actually Garrett Fisher. (laughs) Garrett Fisher had an average finishing place of 12. So better than Ben and Scott, but he got higher than Yeah, he was better. Wow. So if you go off average finishing place, it would have gone Rich, Jason, Garrett Fisher actually had the third best finishing place out of everybody. And he ended up in fifth. Wow. So. And he was like 40. I mean, the way they had 40 points out. What was my average? You were 13, 17. Your average 17? finishing place was 17th. Dan Bailey was 17.4. He got 8th behind you. Yeah. So it was a little wild um, trying to see. And it kind of shows you, it's like, you know, you play to the rules of which you're given, but um, I don't know yeah. if Garrett Fisher wants to know that. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> right. Uh, on the women's yeah, side. Yeah, that was Garrett's best year by far. Yeah. He, oh, man. And that was his rookie year, which was crazy. Yeah, yeah. he he had such a good first year. Women's side. But that, I think that goes to show you though that so that was uh, that year the it was it seemed like the workout suited bigger, stronger guys. Yeah, that was think that the thirteen. That's what we motive. want to kind of touch on yeah. at, at the wrap up. So uh, Sam Briggs, no question, eight point four seven. Lindsey Valenzuela, ten point one six. Val Vobrel was eleven point one average finish, but Alessandra Pacelli, who got fourth, was. 10.4. Well, and that's weird because they were tied on the old field. They were tied. Yeah, at, and they uh, tied in 8, points. 18. Gosh, I didn't even... Oh, I should have said that. But Val, 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 and, had the, Val had the win. That's why. Well, she had... Well, they both had a win, but her second... So what they did she, when you tied is they went to your best second. event finish. Yeah. And then down from there, down from there. And I think they went down two or three events between the two. Hey, I'm on a phone call. Yeah, they had to. <laughs> yeah. And so Val wins the tiebreaker because of that, but maybe they should have used event finishing average as the tiebreaker overall. But, you know, that's I'm just telling me. you, man, the more we do these, the more we do these, the more I think that that's the better call. Now, granted, it I mean, gets a little dicey when you start having cuts. But well, I, that's the difference, that's my right? my favorite. Yeah. I mean, that's. Yeah, I, I think the games think now that are that, different. Yeah, they are. That's right, the way so, it's different, right? Like everything's, everything's changed. Oof. So it's not, it's, it's hard to go to compare these to the new game, mm-hmm. right? I mean, yeah, you just can't can. do it. It's just not going to happen. It's just when you're having cut, like they're having now, it's just, yeah. I mean, and I they had a lot of cuts that. prior to this year. They only had one cut. And I think they went three years in a row after this with no cuts. Um, so that was it. So that was right. the programming. Yeah. We went through, those was the scoring system we went through. And you know, what I've been doing this whole time is I've been kind of keeping track of every event, every modality. I don't know, Josh, if you've ever seen this. It's uh, yeah. I didn't make this up. This is out of the level two handbook, just called a a programming analysis worksheet. And you just go through every modality, uh, type of it, gymnastics, weightlifting, monostructural time domains, uh, rep domains, schemes, single couplet, triplet, 
all these gymnastic movements. So I just kind of check boxes as I go through. And what we want to try to look at is, you know, we have our own subjective views on, on how the games went in terms of me and Bill watching and Josh, you competing. Um, but then we try to take an objective view as what the programming looked like. And I think we can all agree this is one of our favorite years um, of events being programmed, the way the, uh, the weekend went on. Then, then we look at the numbers and the, we want to kind of ask is like, was it a fully balanced test or was there some type of lean to a certain direction? And the more I look at it, and numbers-wise, we had eight gymnastic movements, and that's just body weight and space, no, no added weight, 10 weightlifting, and seven monostructural. So most monostructural movements we have ever had in one CrossFit Games. And then when I look at it even further, um, time domain, you know, we had one heavy, we had three sub-five-minute ones, six in that middle CrossFit range of 10 to 15 minutes, and then two outside of that. So there is some balance there, a, a few more power outputs. And depending on the, Josh, as you said, the points allotted for really tiny sprint events. Um, yeah. Couplets, single, uh, <clears throat> four single modalities, three couplets, four triplets, one chipper. On the gymnastic side, we had four pulling movements. And then two push and then two kind of like a burpee or something like that. And then what was neat to see on the weightlifting side is they had five traditional, I would say, weightlifting movements. That's your thrusters, your clean and jerks, your cleans, your push jerks, and then odd ones. Um, the log carry, the pig, the um, weighted pistol, the Iditarod sled, the overhead walking lunges. So they had five traditional weightlifting movements, and I would say five um, odd object weightlifting movements. And then again, all the monostructurals. Uh, three different rowing scores, uh, sprint, a long run, swim, um, short runs. The more I look at it, the more I look at it, especially like the first couple events, it really looked like the big boys, pl it, it played in favor to, I think, a lot of the bigger, stronger athletes. Um, a little bit more than I would say the uh, the smaller ones, and that was just kind of my overview after looking at it. Yeah, not, just from just from remembering, but I remember, maybe tip the scales yeah. towards that a little bit. Yeah, I, I just remember um, feeling that way there, being like, "Man, this is just." Uh, I feel like this year is geared a little towards the struggle, and, and exactly not like in the way where like it caused me to take seventh place, just remember the feel of the workouts, right? You had, you had the 2k row. That's a, I mean, mm -hmm. I look at that as like a one rep max. That's a power output, oh, right? Yeah. Like there's nothing else to do, but sit on a rower and pull it as hard as you can. Uh, and it, you know, a six minute time frame isn't that drastically long. You had the clean and jerk, you had the, the, the zigzag sprint, um, the, the sprint shipper. Uh, yeah. I look at all those and I'm just like, man, these are just really short power output workouts. Um, and then the endurance events, right? You got a, yeah. a half marathon. You put right. them on. You, you put them on a roller. That was right? a great you point. Remove, I didn't even think about that. You remove the 
the body weight aspect of it, right? Like an endurance mm-hmm. event is how long can you move your own body weight? Right. Typically. Right. Um, right. Now you're putting us a rower where actually it's an advantage to be, to hit to weigh more. It, and it um, is and like some have, people might be subjective. like, no, it, yeah. it, it legitimately is like the bigger you are. Yeah. The so legitimately like, like, like the person literally just lays back and it's going to pull harder. <laughs> You know, it's like, it is, it is what it is. It's, it's, it's not, I'm not like making this up. This isn't my opinion. It is what it is. Um, and then, you know, you have the, um, gosh, what was I going to say? Oh, and then, and then, and then the burden run, another, another long run. Yes. The main aspect of it was the pig, the, you know, the four, the 495 pound pig flip mm-hmm. that you had to flip 60 times. And so, um, yeah, it, it was still, I loved the workouts. I thought they were really fun and I enjoyed them. Uh, they didn't, you know, suit me perfectly, but that, that is what it is. Right. And that's the, yeah. that's the CrossFit game. And you got yeah. uh, I, I, better I, because of it. I, well, right. exactly. Okay. It's really fun. If you look at, if, if we take you, Josh, your size, the, the, the events that are going to suit you. Um, and then how you played out in this particular competition this year, like seventh place is nothing to sneeze at. Like, I think that like you were right in there. Now, maybe if we would have said, okay, if we change the row, if we took one of those aspects out and made it, a, made it a run so that it's a true, like what you're talking about, a true endurance. Like, I, I think that that one piece, if we, if you did that with just that one event and changed it to a run, like a classic run, even, I mean, even if they do like, and now, you know, now I we're doing all the rough runs and stuff like mm-hmm. that. Yeah. I think that that would completely, if, if we were now talking about how we would lay it out, I think if we change that one event that everyone would be like, I don't know, it looks pretty clean to me. <laughs> that one event, because yeah. that rose seemed like it was such a big deal. The, yeah. the power output on the 2k, the, just having the, the mechanical advantage of the weight and the, and the length on the the marathon row um if you were if you were to take that whole segment out like i don't know before we even started i was like i think this is one of the best programmed events or competitions overall that i've seen um i loved what the events were uh i do i do agree with you that like that was that's a lot of points for the row I mean, you're looking yeah. at 200. You're looking at 200 points there, plus the beginning of the 2007 is rowing. Like you, you could have made, you could have added a, a just a classic run in there. I think to to, to mix yeah, that. It up. was actually it's a lot tough. of running. Yes, you know, like, it I'm was. Yeah, I'm not right. even complaining about how much, how how little running there yeah. was. There was there was. I mean, 2400 meters, 2400 yeah. meters, 2.1 miles. I mean, there was yeah. there was running in there for sure. There was running in there, you know, oh, and yeah. then. Um, I, yeah, exactly. Like I, I think if, if you change the row to just even maybe a, a couplet of like a rowing and running or rowing yeah. and, you know, something else, biking, maybe, you know, they yeah. hadn't pulled bikes out uh, yet. So, um, oh, you know, right. just changing that a little bit could have drastic. I, I don't know if it would have drastically changed things, but it definitely would have made things different, you know, because yeah. Yeah. Jason Kleepa getting 200 points for that was huge <laughs> for him. Oh, huge. yes. Yes. And so when you look at it, so, yeah. um, you know, the one thing we know for fact is that Rich Froning and Sam Briggs decimated everyone, and they were clear yeah. and ahead of everybody that year. It wasn't even close. Right. And, and what's they kind of interesting— they, You could put whatever you want there. Yeah, it didn't matter. Yeah, and that's you know, the like, big thing is like— It's not changing it. To kind of Bill's point about you, Josh, is like 
you know, when I'm kind of looking at the top 10 and, and usually you can glean the top 10 and see who the athletes on average kind of strengths and weaknesses. And, you know, you see rich Jason Kalipa, big boy, you know, Garrett Fisher, Marcus yeah. Hendren, Scott Pancheck. Uh, Neil Maddox, Z.A. Anderson, Chad McKay, Daniel Petro's in the top 15. Albert, uh, like these are some big, strong athletes. And then mixed in there, you, you have like, you know, Josh Bridges, Dan Bailey, uh, and, you know, Ben Smith. And so like those guys that have super fit, right? Like you, you have all of that to a certain extent is like, that's why you were up in that top 10, even if it didn't play to your strengths because of how fit you were at the right. same time. And I look at the women's side, Sam Briggs, Lindsay Valenzuela, Alessandra Pacelli, Talena Fortunato. Uh, I mean, Anna Tobias, Akinwali, Becca Voigt, like those are all sitting in the top 10. And these are again, big, stronger, powerful athletes, not taking away from anyone that won the games. Cause that didn't change. Like they had no effect no. on it because the no. fittest were crowned that weekend. But I think it's yep. fair to say is For that, sure. As much as we love the program, and I love it, there's like four events in here that are going into my round robin bracket style totally, event when we're over. Totally. But I, I feel like there was a little bit of tick um, towards that bigger, stronger athlete. And I think that's when you saw, I, I feel like after 2013 is when people started going nuts on volume and weightlifting um, for training totally, for games yeah. after hey, that. But you know, but to, hey, and just to, to, to that argument real fast, when I, I agree with what you're saying, Annette, it's a, especially on the guy's side, it plays out that way. But when you look at Sam Briggs, I would not say that Sam Briggs is a bigger, stronger athlete. Like, no, she's a workhorse. Not, but she's super she's got, freaking she's fit. She's got an engine. Uh, no, that, I'm not saying she's not, that's not that she's not fit. But, I mean, like, she smashed the athletes that were the bigger, stronger, the Alessandra the Pacelli's, the, the Becca Voigt's, the Valenzuela's on that side. I think when you're thinking strength, though, you're thinking like Olympic weightlifting. Right. Where I don't think Sam is weak, but I don't think she's the best Olympic weightlifter. And, oh, no, no, no. and also, you have to think of Sam as she's a taller female, where rowing, like that. that 100%. I mean, 100%. She know, won like, both the rows. So that, that's, that's just. Well, no, no and, and you're right. And I'm not saying that, like, uh, her, if you look across drunk, the board at her. her hundred percent. No, I mean, right. that's always been her deal. Like yeah. if there is going to be something that's going to put people into the pain cave, you yeah. know, she's going to be at the top and right. yes, she is taller. So she's got the length aspect. I wouldn't say that she's one of the heavier athletes that are out there doing that. She just has work capacity. That's just disgustingly yeah. off the chart. Yeah. Um, you know, thinking about her having the power to rip and win the two K part, it, like that to me, that to me is amazing. Like there's a lot of strength that needs to be there, but like, if you look at her strength numbers, there aren't, they aren't there. I, I mean, if you uh, classical, classic, classical, I, I don't think a two, I don't think when you're measuring two K, a two K row strength compared to like weightlifting yeah. strength is the same because look at rowers, right? Rowers aren't strong, right? They're tall and lean, tall and lean. Yeah. But lead, look, right? and so who, that's who's got what, the world record on rowing? Not a rower. Strong man. Yeah. Well, it depends on the event. It depends on the event. The world record on the deadlift, you know. That's what I'm saying. When I, uh, I think he did. Uh, he did it on a 500. 500? He, 
he basically broke the fucking rower. He was wrong. I thought it was a hundred meter. I thought it was a hundred meter. I think you're right. I thought it was just a hundred meter record. Yeah. I mean, it's not. Yeah. He's not going to go the endurance. Or, I know what I'm saying. But yeah, but I'm, I'm, I'm bet, talking about I'm that. Die before two k. Yeah. You know? <laughs> right. 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 Yeah. I'm, there's no way you would do a two k. Not in not a yeah. million years. Well, okay. So to your years. point, I, I'm not. I'm not. Don't get me wrong. I got yeah. not saying Sam is the strongest athlete because I know that. Like, exactly. No, but when, she. I'm just she knows that. Comparatively, of this. Right. Yeah. She knows that. Um. Well, here's where Sam did great. We've all said. Yeah. Sam got Sam fourth Rich, in the pool. This did not matter what the workouts were going to yeah. be that year. Those two were going to be crowned. Exactly. And, oh, and it is what it is. You're right. Yeah. And so, yeah, so Sam kind of, like I said, it's like we're, we're speaking in generalities in terms of which it, we're talking, it tipped the scale a little bit. It, it wasn't biased towards that. But like Sam gets yeah, fourth. Right, right, right. I agree. And I, I agree. I, I think the programming was great, man. I think yeah. that uh, I loved it because exactly like it just, it, like you said, it showed that you had to, um, volume strength exactly yeah, like not yeah, just yeah. strength gosh sam got fourth first first third second first and fourth and you know the one set she didn't do well in zigzag sprint 25th legless 16th but everyone did bad in legless so that didn't really hurt her clean and jerk 22nd yeah. so she was mid-pack you know, so she right. she fared really really well but man, yeah, 2013, super fun. Awesome. The the fittest reign true. Rich Froning, Sam Briggs, what a year. Josh, three event wins. So fun to watch you compete out there. Man, I, like I, I, in terms of CrossFit Games and, and what I love to see is like 2013 was one fun weekend of competition. Oh, man. I love the programming. That was a good year. I love the weekend. And like on my end, I give that two thumbs up. That was a good year. Two thumbs up. I got two thumbs up too. You can't see it. Yeah, they're I agree. Up. They're I agree up. Two thumbs up. You take awesome. you take the marathon row or the two K row out, and it's like three thumbs. Up. <laughs> three thumbs you know what up. Mean? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, that's not a thumb, Josh. That's uh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, hey, Josh. Hey, you know, Josh, it is what it is. Hey, thanks for taking the time, man. Good luck with everything you have coming forward. Obviously, you know we love watching you compete. You are, I would say, if like CrossFit had like a passion button, it would be you, my friend. It, it is so fun to watch you out totally. there. Totally. Hope to, hope to see it again. Good guys. luck with really everything. Good luck with both. Good Dude's Coffee. And, uh, dude. yeah. Thank you guys so much for having me on. I really appreciate it. It was an honor. Honor to sit here and chat and loved, uh, yeah, loved reminiscing with you guys. Heck yeah. So, right on, buddy. We'll probably, uh, when we uh, start talking about our program that we did for the uh, online programming, we'll have you on to talk shit about it. I can't uh, wait. With, uh, with us. I'm going to do my own podcast. <laughs> I'm going to start my own podcast. It's going to rip the shit out of your guys. <laughs> it's called Why Bill and Chase Suck at Programming. It's a one episode, one off. <laughs> All right, boys. Hey, Bill, you drive safe, Josh. Good luck with everything. Thanks for coming on. That was Take episode easy, my number seven. Thanks. 2013 CrossFit Games. Cold.